I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here as always and today I want to talk about body image with you because I actually had a experience very recently that really opened my eyes to how much I have healed my relationship with myself, how much I have healed my relationship with my body and just how I relate to my body. And like I said, it was a very eye-opening experience and I kind of thought it was too important to not share. So anyways, here we are. We're talking about body image today and we are going to start off with this experience that I recently had with my own body image that really put it into perspective how much I have healed my relationship with my body. So back in, and of course, by the way, before we actually get into this story, if you have been hanging out with me for basically any amount of time, you know, I'm not a long story short kind of person. So we're going back to November with this story when it really does all start essentially. So back in November, I got my haircut, like a significant haircut. And some of you, I actually talked about this on a previous podcast episode. So some of you may have already heard that podcast episode and know about my haircut. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you have obviously seen this haircut. I got pretty much like 18 inches cut off. So we put my hair into a ponytail because I was actually going, I did donate my hair. And so she was wanting to be conservative off the bat because we definitely didn't want to chop off too much hair and then (laughs) me regret it and miss my long hair. So anyways, we started off very conservatively. We put my hair in a ponytail and she cut off 16 inches. So I was actually able to donate 16 inches of my hair. And after she did that initial cut, I was like, no, this just feels not like drastic enough. Like I wanted more of a cut. So we took about like another two inches off after that. So pretty much like a total of 18 inches at the end of the haircut. And like I said, this was back in November. I loved my hair. Like I said, I talked about this in a previous podcast episode. I just felt like a totally different person. And it is really so cool to think about like all of kind of like the energy that I also cut off and left behind. Um, I really do feel like I, I look back at pictures of myself with my long hair, like literally 
right the day before I got it cut. And I'm like, who is that girl? Like, it's just so crazy what can happen when you shed off these like old layers and it um, can actually be, you know, like physical, like your hair. So anyways, loved, loved, loved my hair. There was not a day that went by where I regretted cutting off 18 inches of my hair. Like I loved my haircut so much. I felt really confident and I just felt me. Like one of my clients even said to me, she's like, I don't know how you had long hair before because she's like, I look at you now and I just feel like you always had this length of hair. Like it just suits you. It's just more you. And I fully agreed with her because that's how it felt for me. Like I, I felt like I cut my hair and I just kind of stepped into this version that I always was. It's kind of weird to explain, but that's how it felt. And then this is kind of long story short, (laughs) um, but it's not, but anyways, the, my hairdresser, she was going on mat leave in February, like very beginning of February. And at this point it had been two months since my haircut. My hair definitely grows very, very fast. Um, it felt like it was already like quite long, even though it wasn't, but I think when you cut your hair and you have shorter hair, it just obviously feels more significant when it even grows a little bit versus when it's long and it grows a little bit like it's not as noticeable you know what I mean so two months post my first initial chop I was feeling like my hair was quite long and my hairdresser was going on mat leave at the beginning of February so I wanted to like squeak in another haircut with her before she went on mat leave just to get things trimmed up. Like I said, things were feeling like long. My hair is just kind of feeling long. It felt like it kind of grew out a little bit. Even though I was still really loving it, I was also curious what it would be like to go just like a little bit shorter than even my initial cut, just to kind of see what length I like best on myself. And I don't even think we went like super, super short the first time we did the chop back in November. So like I said, I was just curious what going shorter would be like. So I go in and I just tell her, you know, like I just want it kind of like trimmed up and just like a touch shorter than last time. And she did exactly that. And, um, I'll be honest, like I liked my first haircut so much more than the second one. There's just, I don't know, it's just like not falling like I wanted it to. The shape just isn't really what I wanted it to be. And so I don't know what's up with it, but this is kind of my way of saying is like, I don't really love my hair right now. Like I loved it from November till January. And then I got it cut the other week. And now I'm just like, uh, I like, I miss my other hair. Like I missed that initial haircut. And 
this is where the body image piece and my point of today's podcast episode actually comes in um, because I am not loving my hair right now, but I realized that me not loving my hair and how my hair looks has not impacted how I feel about myself or how I see myself. So in the past, like years ago, when I cut my hair before, and if I didn't like it, I would also not like how I look and it would impact all of me. Like it would impact how I showed up every day because of this one aspect of myself, it would consume all of me and impact how I felt about my whole self. And like I said, this is really where things were put into perspective for me the other week after getting my hair cut. I realized that I could not love my hair. I could actually not even be like a fan of it at all. And I still felt confident in myself. I still felt good about myself. I still felt good in my skin. I didn't feel uncomfortable or self-conscious just because I didn't like my hair. And this was such a huge eye-opening moment for me because like I said in the past one thing like this could have created an entire meaning or an entire story about how I felt about myself and so I just wanted to share that with you because I know a lot of you can or will relate to this example or this story that I just shared where maybe, you know, you get a bad haircut. Not that mine is bad by any means. I just don't like it like I did the first one that I got back in November. So maybe you get like a haircut you don't love or something happens that, you know, it's just like this one thing but it impacts how you feel about your whole self and kind of like influences your entire perception of yourself. And it really impacts how you show up on the daily versus it just being this one thing that you don't really love and you're still okay, right? You're still showing up as you always do. And so this was a really significant thing for me to realize that I no longer, you know, I knew I was no longer struggling with body image issues like I was in the past because body image stuff isn't a thing for me anymore. I truly have not struggled with my body image. I would say since like, 2019, like very early 2019. Um, that's really where those two years of 2018, 2019 was really where I did a lot of this work. And so for the past like four years about, I have not been struggling with body image issues. And so with this haircut that I don't love, recently in the past week or so, 
like I said, it just really put things into perspective for me. So I thought that I could share some other ways that are also signs that you're healing your relationship with your body. Just like I shared here, like I can have a haircut that I don't love, you know, the shape's just not working for me. It's not exactly what I had in mind, like that sort of thing. And that does not impact how I feel about myself at my core or anything about myself. Like it can be its total own isolated thing that I don't love and I can still be okay. Like I'm trying to think of another example that's not even body image related. It's kind of like if you owned a house, which I do with my husband and we absolutely love our house. It's kind of like our dream house. It's an old character home with all of these like quirky things in it. And we just absolutely love our house. And maybe there's like one aspect of the house that we don't love. Like maybe let's just use this as an example Maybe you just like really don't love the floors in your house, but overall you love your house as a whole, but it's just like the floors are the only thing that you're not a fan of for an example. And same thing here that I'm trying to do with body image is like we can not be a fan or we don't have to love this one aspect of ourselves And we can still love ourselves or be okay with ourselves and feel content within ourselves. Like this one thing doesn't have to make this entire story about who we are, how we feel about ourselves as a whole. I work with a lot of women who struggle with their relationship with their belly specifically. And what I'm saying here is like, Can there be an aspect of your body that maybe you don't love and you can still see yourself as a whole and be okay with yourself as a whole? So that's what I'm kind of putting out here. And like I said, I thought maybe it would be fun to share some other signs that you are healing your relationship with your body because maybe you're on a body image healing journey right now and you feel like you still have a ways to go. But I want to show you or share with you some signs that maybe along the way you might be noticing. And these are all steps in the right direction and all signs that slowly you are healing your relationship with your body. So the first one is actually to notice that you're spending less time in a mirror. So this is another one of those things that I had an eye-opening experience with over the past several years. So in the past, like let's say kind of like pre-2019, I spent so much time in front of a mirror, so much time, ridiculously so. And I'm not even judging myself for that because I'm 
I know I'm not the only person who has spent a lot of excessive time in front of a mirror. But back then, I thought that that was pretty normal, the amount of time I spent in front of a mirror. And now that I have such a better relationship with my body and have I would say like completely healed my body image issues from the past. I spend pretty much zero intentional time in front of a mirror. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I just go out of my way and stand in front of a mirror and kind of like pick myself apart or just look at myself like I did in the past. Now it's like I look at myself in the mirror to do my makeup or to do my hair, or I was doing a workout this morning and I can be looking in the mirror to see my form when I'm squatting or doing a certain exercise, but I'm like more so checking for form and not like checking out myself, you know, checking out my body. So if you're noticing that you are actually spending less time in front of a mirror. That is such a great sign. And maybe even me talking about this, you even realize, oh, wait, maybe I do spend quite a bit of time in front of a mirror. Well, this might be one of those times where we bring awareness to something and that awareness can support you in creating change, right? So if you have awareness that you are spending quite a bit of time in front of a mirror, maybe more than your husband, for an example, because like how much do guys, like how much time do guys spend in front of a mirror? You know what I mean? So or your partner, or whoever you're living with, whoever's in your life, take note of their relationship with their body and how much time they spend in front of a mirror. And if they have a good relationship with their body and you notice that they spend far less time in front of a mirror than you do, maybe this is one of those things that you can start slowly working on is spending less time in front of a mirror. Another sign of healing your body image is no longer talking about body image stuff in your therapy session. So whether you're working with a psychologist, therapist, practitioner, whatever, someone like myself, um, a somatic experiencing practitioner, IFS, informed therapist, that sort of thing. In these types of sessions, maybe you were once talking a lot about your struggles with body image, and now maybe the conversations in your therapy sessions have shifted into something totally different that have nothing to do with body image, and that is such a huge sign of healing your body image. Another sign of healing your body image is trying on clothes, having the clothes not fit properly, and it not impacting you. So kind of like my example with the hair, it can just be this one isolated thing, but it doesn't have to create meaning about you or impact you in any way other than, oh, that doesn't fit. And then being able to move on with it, right? Because I think we can all think about 
a time in our life at least once where we were impacted by trying on clothes and then feeling like it meant something about us as a person, about who we are when things didn't fit. So if you're having a new experience with trying on clothes, like maybe you can go shopping now and it not be this big deal, or you can even just like try on things in your closet and things just don't feel right. And it doesn't create any meaning about you. That is such a huge sign of healing. I know I've experienced this in my own life and it is one of the best things in the world. Another sign that you're healing your relationship with your body and your body image issues aren't such big issues anymore is being around people in different sized bodies and it not meaning anything about you or the story you tell yourself about your body or the dialogue that happens in your mind about your body, right? Because I think we can maybe like all relate to maybe at some point in our lives being in a room of people with different sized bodies and that actually impacting how we felt about ourselves in our bodies. And now if you find yourself in similar circumstances or situations where you're in a room and there's a bunch of other individuals that have different sized bodies than you, maybe some are bigger, some are smaller, they're just all different and it doesn't impact how you feel about you and yourself inside your own body, that is a huge sign of healing. And I think what goes along with this is my next point is less comparison spirals. I know a lot of the clients that I start to work with initially share with me that they find themselves in these like deep comparison spirals or thought spirals around like comparing themselves to their friends or other people in their lives or people on social media. And we can get really caught in these comparison traps. And if you notice that that's happening less or not at all, that's obviously another huge sign that things are starting to shift in your relationship with your body. Another thing that goes along with this, and it's kind of like self-explanatory, but it's important for this list, but less thoughts about your body in general. I used to think about my body all the time. Like I am not kidding you. And I say this because like, I want to really emphasize this because I started struggling with eating disorders at the age of 10 and my eating disorders were very, very, very tied up in my body image and how I felt in my body. That was a really big thing and a big factor in my eating disorder and my continued struggles with eating disorders. So when I tell you that I used to think about my body literally 
all the time. Like that's pretty much all I had brain space for. I'm not exaggerating (laughs) about that. Like that was at the, if I wasn't thinking about my body, I was thinking about food. And if I wasn't thinking about food, I was thinking about my body pretty much. And a huge sign of healing our relationship with our body is actually not thinking about our body that much anymore. I know I'm recording a podcast episode on body image, but when I tell you that I just go through my day and don't think about my body, it, it it's it's the truth and it's really liberating. It's so amazing. And I've been experiencing this for the past few years now. Like I said, since about like 2019 ish, like later 2019. And, um, so it's not really something I even like realize anymore, but just as I was making this list for today's podcast episode, it was another one of those really eye-opening moments, realizing how little I think about my body. And it's pretty amazing. So another really big sign that you're healing your relationship with your body is no longer seeking validation about your body to feel good about yourself, right? I think that's a big thing that happens for those of us who are struggling with body image issues. We will go outside of ourselves and seek validation or affirmation or comfort from these external sources, often people around us to feel okay about ourselves. But a really big sign of healing is being able to provide ourselves with that validation, safety, comfort, contentment, okayness, right? And that largely has to do with nervous system regulation, the health of our nervous system. And that's something that I support my clients with on a daily basis. And so that's a huge one. That is a very big one is when you start to notice if you do feel a certain way about your body, noticing, are you going outside of yourself for that comfort or validation? Or are you at this point where you can recognize that dysregulation and support yourself internally? That's a huge thing. The last thing that I have on my list today, and it kind of goes with this last point that I was just talking about, but being able to feel safe inside your body, regardless of how it's feeling any given day. So I see this a lot with my clients, but also a lot on social media. Um, the example I'm thinking about is bloat. There's a lot of messaging and talk about bloat in like the health and wellness space on social media. And I also get to work with a lot of clients who have bloat or, you know, when they are bloated, this becomes a very big concern for them and it impacts how they feel about themselves 
and how they feel inside of their bodies and just kind of overall just not feeling okay when symptoms um, occur or even things like bloat, which I know can be a symptom, but just as women who, if you're like a menstruating individual, it's so incredible to see how our bodies fluctuate throughout the month. Um, if you even, you know, let's say your period or your menstrual cycle overall is 30 days long. If you did look at your body or even like document by taking a picture of your body from day one through 30, it is so incredible how much it fluctuates in a single month. And what I'm saying here is a huge sign of healing your body image is that these fluctuations can happen and it doesn't impact how you feel about your body or about yourself. It's just kind of one of those things that it is what it is and these fluctuations happen and we are still able to access safety inside and feel okay within ourselves and how we feel about ourselves doesn't change when these fluctuations happen. So once again, that's a really big one. Um, and, uh, again, that's one that I've noticed in my own life as well, where, um, you know, I can, I feel quite fluffy and bloated when I'm ovulating. That's kind of where I notice I get kind of the most puffy and bloated feeling throughout my own cycle. And, you know, it, it, it's just like a thing that I notice, but it's not something that creates meaning about myself or impacts how I feel about myself. And that's really big. So if you notice that as well, that your body can go through these changes or experience fluctuations throughout the month and how you feel about yourself and what you know about yourself to be true doesn't change. That's a really big sign that things are moving in the right direction for you. And if you did listen to this entire podcast episode about signs that you are healing your relationship with your body and you're like, wow, this all sounds like stuff I actually currently struggle with or need support with, just know that I have been in your shoes before. Like I have been exactly where you're at right now before. And this is why I do what I do. This is why I show up every week and record a podcast episode for you because I want you to know that there is healing out there. Healing is possible for you. You don't have to struggle with this for the rest of your years. That's just not the truth. You do not have to experience this for the rest of your life. And I would be so honored to be that support and that guidance for you throughout this journey. So please never hesitate to reach out to me. I work with clients one-on-one -on -one, and it doesn't even matter where you live in the world. I have clients all over the world, Australia, Germany, 
the US, Canada, like I literally work with clients all over the world. It is the amazing thing about social media and the internet and being able to host sessions on Zoom for an example. So anyways, if you connect with me and the work that I offer, then you can click the link in my show notes. I always have the link linked up in my show notes just so you can see the services that I offer and you can always feel free to schedule a discovery call with me. I would love to meet you first and make sure that we're a good fit to be working together. And thank you so much for tuning in this week for another podcast episode. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Thank you.